Sports Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. My name is Herb White. I am editor-in-chief at the Charlotte Post. And for the first time ever, we are moving away, not necessarily from stick and ball, but a totally different realm of sport and entertainment. Let's put it that way. Yes, sir. And today's guest is... John Davidson. Yes. Not to be confused with the pro football player from way back when, which was that kind of thing. (laughs) But welcome to the podcast. And I, like I told you before, I never had a wrestler on the podcast, but I followed wrestling and we've covered wrestling for quite some time. Uh, the competitive Greco-Roman and stuff like that, as well as sports entertainment, which is yes, the branding for it. So, you're from Charlotte, born and raised? Yes, I was born and raised here. And how did you get into wrestling? What Was there a, a magic moment where it was like, you know what, I want to do that? Or did somebody just draft you into it or what? Uh, no, there was no magic moment. Um, let's see, Humpy Wheeler, he had an idea of me becoming a pro wrestler while I was in the Marine Corps. Um, you know, over time, he saw how buff I was getting, like muscular, and so he called me up and told me, hey, we're going to make you a pro wrestler. So I visited Charlotte, North Carolina, from Washington State, where I was living at the time, and um, I met David Crockett, and he told me about George South Wrestling School. Um, George is like a wrestling legend, but I'll get into mm-hmm. that later. And so like, long story short, basically, um, I was at the barbershop, and there was a WWE wrestler in the barbershop named Cedric Alexander. And I didn't really know who he was. You know, I had no clue. I hadn't really watched wrestling in, in years. And so me and him kind of just talked, chopped it up. And I found out who he was. And I told him that, yeah, like, basically like my father had an idea of me becoming a pro wrestler. So he told me about George South's wrestling school. And that's what David Crockett had already told me about. So, you know, he invited me to practice December 24th, 2019. And, you know, I've kind of been doing it ever since. Ah, a Christmas Eve gift. Yeah, so it's kind of <laughs> meant to be, honestly. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like what I was meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned uh, all these legendary sports and entertainment figures from around here. Humpy Wheeler, yeah. George South, you know, David Crockett. It kind of goes on and on. It really is, in professional wrestling, it's a very small group. Talk a little bit about that, because you, know, you see in other sports where, you know, when, when athletes retire, they talk about the thing that they miss most is that bond with other people, whether it's in the locker room or whatever it is that's connected to that sport. Yes, sir. Uh, talk a little bit about the wrestling community. I did wild. I did wild. But, like, I love them, though. Um, like, the fans are great. I feel like they're, most, they're the most, like, dedicated, like, fans to have, honestly. Um, you know, other wrestlers, you know, they're great, too. Um, there's a lot of great wrestlers in Charlotte and, like, coming up out of the area. So I think it'll make a good comeback. And everybody is like, um, everybody has one goal, you know, put on a great show. So that's kind of like how I feel. Mm-hmm. Now, you are a free agent. 
as a yes, sir. You haven't signed a contract. So most people are surprised about it. You haven't signed a deal. Yeah, what is that like? I mean, you know, because you see these different uh, alliances, whether it's WWE or AEW or myriad other companies that put on wrestling shows. Yes, You're sir. not signed to a company. No. And what is what is that like for you? Do you have to scramble for matches, or do you you know are you just Take, you take your own time to get with whoever yeah. you want to get with at that moment. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of do it my own way. Um, it's kind of like a, like you just make them want you, so you do different things just to make them want you. Um, I do, you know, I do plan on signing a deal eventually. You know, I feel like it's right, it's the right time, and you know that they want to bring me in. So you know, I just keep doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. until I get to that point. Now. Physically, you look like a wrestler. You know, you're a big dude and everything. Yes, but sir. You didn't start out that way. Talk a little no, about your background. Like, and I used to be skinny. Um, I was a skinny guy, man. Um, see, I'm six foot seven. In high school, you know, I was maybe like when Humpy first met me. I was like 18, 17, 18. I was one sixty five. Um, I went to the Marine Corps. Only thing I had to do was just like lift weights. So you know, just got you know, just didn't have nothing to do. So it's looked the way it's got big, got in the bodybuilding. Um, sure, I had my first little like heartbreak too. That's kind of like what started it, like my first breakup. That made me kind of. Oh, now I gotta hear about that. What was that? So you were six, seven in high school. Yes. Thin. Skinny, yeah, skinny. Skinny. Man, no muscle. And just decided that you know. Join the Marines, mm-hmm. expand physically, yes, and sir. then wrestling comes yeah. along. Yeah, you know, it's just high octane stuff. Um, you know, I can never see myself doing anything in the office. You know, I, I just, I can't do it. So, that's so I feel like it was kind of just like meant for me to do this. But even how I got into it, it was just like it was meant for me to do. And like I look at all the other things that have come into my life, it's kind of just all oh, just made sense. And it's it's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me about aspiration and what is it that you want to get out of wrestling? Oh man, see right now, like just the little things I've been doing. Like to some people, I've been doing really big things, but to me, it's like very small on a scale of where I know I can be. So just to inspire people to you know show them different avenues that they can do things, and you know if they really want to do something, they can they can just do it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that worry about the money. Like I told somebody yesterday, I was like, um, you know, if you're doing something really love and you're doing good at it, you know, the money will come. Not to worry about the money because it will just come with it. So that's just kind of how I've been doing things, and things been going pretty well. So it's not necessarily about the money just yet. I mean, a little bit, but that's not really what I focus on. Um, you know, I like making people happy. Like, um, like sometimes schools will bring me in to like talk to the students to like show them me. And like what I do, like with that tank outside, just you know, let them see me to let them know that it's possible and it's real to do. Mm-hmm. When you step into the ring, you know, and anybody who's seen wrestling knows that it's about personality as yes, much as it is about physical skills and attributes and things like that. 
do you become a different person when you step in there or is it just, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here to do a job and Honestly, I'm on my way home? Like the people who know me have known me for a long, like they know it's like the same person, like they know it's like me, but it's somebody else and they wouldn't know the difference. But um, I'm just being myself. I'm a real quiet like person in general, so I'm like kind of a quiet wrestler, but I need to work on that. That's a weakness of mine. I was going to ask, well, how in the world do you turn that on in a business where the personality is so large? Yeah, the personality is everything. That's one reason, you know, I went down to Texas for three months to work with Dustin Rhodes, you know, to get ready for TV and to have that big personality. So, you know, um, Rhodes Wrestling Academy taught me a lot in the three months I was there, preparing me for TV. Mm-hmm. But you should the personality. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be so shy in retiring. You, you want to yeah, something up yourself. You're gonna have to go wild. Yeah, that's just kind of how I am, though. Like I'm, I'm a big introvert. I'm always in my own little like bubble. Mm-hmm. But I got a crazy like imagination. That's why I think of stuff <laughs> like crazy stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have? Do you have? Like a stage name or yes, what? so it's Noel. That's what I've been known as on TV. K N U L L. Um, so that's kind of that's me. K N U L. Yeah, Noel. Okay, what what does that come from? Um, she's a Marvel character. That's uh-huh. kind of what I modeled after because I used to wear. I used to go by Diablo. I used to wear a mask and stuff. But you know, on TV they're like you got a pretty face. People think I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so they wanted to see my face you know I was like man, I want to wear a mask it was scary but you know they want me to look cute and pretty and stuff on TV so you know I had to find something that was still my face but it's still me you know, the person I want to be not some you know happy fairy or something you know, I wanted to be me mm-hmm. but you're hard to miss I mean, you know if you're yes, six, seven, how much do you weigh right now I'm 265 yeah, you're, yeah. you're hard to miss. Yeah, but I got to bulk up, though. Um, I got a match in December against a big dude. I can't say his name, but I got to put on some more size for him to be ready for him. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, wrestling templates in terms of, you know, is there a wrestler that you are really impressed by, well, whether you've seen him or her or no, met that person or yeah. yeah so shoot like my wrestling inspirations everybody knows Kane I was known as like the black version of Kane throughout the country I was known as Black Kane but you know they had to go because it's already a Kane so it has to be like somebody that's never been before so but definitely Kane Undertaker Brooker T Shawn Michaels um yeah mm-hmm. maybe Brock Lesnar of course, you know, I got to give Dustin Rhodes and George Hall for my coaches because they're great. Uh, so those are guys I really look up to in wrestling. Yeah. Um, and when you talk about coaches like Rhodes and South, uh, take me through the process of learning to be a wrestler. Man. Um, you got to really get out your comfort zone, honestly. Cause like even when Cedric brought me to practice, I told George, I was like, man, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I want to do this. Like I told Humpy, I was like, these guys, you know, it's crazy throwing themselves on the ground, just slap, beating each other up. And I can, you know, I like fighting, but it's just, it's just like, to to not actually know about wrestling when I first got into it, it was just crazy to see. So I was just like, man, I don't know if I can do it. But now you know, I know I love it. I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. But it's just man, you got to really be mentally and physically tough to do it. Cause it's, you know, it's the reason the guys on TV doing what they do. And make it look so easy and good because you know it takes so much time and preparation. And that's what I've been learning 
like in my journey to get where I'm at and where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, you, it's obvious. You look at wrestling; it's it's violent. Oh yeah, you know, and people are getting hit by stuff, whether it's a forearm or a yes, folding sir. chair or whatever. I mean, that is violent stuff, and so that gave you concern early on. Not really. I mean, it's like it's like a rock star lifestyle. It's just crazy to actually do it because you you go and watch it on like on the big screen, but to actually see it and like feel it in person is crazy. Like you know, everybody's we're all crazy. I was a marine. Like we're all crazy to do it to sign up <laughs> to do this crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, all, any any wrestler just has a, they're a little bit crazy. That, because you know, I was also going to ask you that in terms of of the military training and preparation. If you were a Marine and, you know, it has a reputation, right? Yes, sir. How did that prepare you, if at all, for what you're doing oh, now? Oh, definitely. No, mentally, I can do anything I want to do. Like, you know, mentally, I'm tough as it gets, so I, I didn't really have any worries. Because if I can do that, I can do anything I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, did uh, the physical aspect of being a Marine, was that something that prepared you for wrestling? Some, in some way, for sure. Like, in some ways, but, you know, there's two different worlds, like being a Marine and being a wrestler. But, I mean, yeah, the physical and mental aspect definitely, you know, can prepare you for in-the-ring work. Mm-hmm. And how about discipline? Because, obviously, military, there is... Oh, man. I'm, everything is structured. Yeah, I'm very disciplined, man. Um, I feel like my mom, my grandma, Humpy, um, you know, having them dialing in on you have no choice so <laughs> well, I mean that's kind of something I already had before even going into the Marine Corps if any they just like turned it up mm-hmm. yes sir so when you when you were in high school uh, from what I was saying you know you were a pretty good player uh, talk, basketball was your was your love yeah man. yeah man I liked it you know I, I liked basketball a lot but now that I look back you know, basketball obviously didn't work out. You know, I'm not in the NBA or nothing like that. I didn't play in college. Well, very few are. So yeah, know, I look back at it though now, like my personality, like who I am, like there's no way I could do that as a basketball player. Like it has to be in wrestling. The people who know my personality know I am. Like the out of the out of this world, out the out of you know just crazy looking stuff. That's all like kind of what I'm into, like edgy stuff. Mm-hmm. It fits perfectly inside wrestling. So it's like I just I really just feel like that's I'm really doing what I'm meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why I didn't follow through with basketball after I graduated. So now you're talking about uh, being on the edge. Yeah. Uh, wrestling has its you know, every wrestler has a finishing move, a high risk, high reward yeah, kind sure. of thing. What is yours? And, and knowing that you you've only been at it for a little while, you know, it's I, not like you've been at it for forty years. Nah, not forty years. I don't want to do it forty years. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we created this move called the the null and void. That's catchy. Yeah, it's very catchy. Um, so basically, what it is, even before we had to move, I did I created like the actual move set. Um, Miss Rose, she just said, yeah, your finish is going to be named Nolan Void. It'll be perfect. So I just had to figure out what the Nolan Void was going to be. So, like, I watched a lot of Undertaker, obviously. He does this move called the Old School where he's working the arm. And then he walks up on the ropes. And he jumps down. And he, like, you know, he does something to the arm. But it's kind of, you know, I can't do that. Undertaker does that. Honestly, it don't really look that, dam- that devastating. So I had an idea. I was like, I'll walk the ropes. 
and I'll jump off over them and flip and catch them into a net breaker. So that's what I do. That's where the null word is. You gotta be pretty flexible to do some stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Or, yeah. Yeah. You have to be. But that's what <laughs> that's what the null word is. So it's on, it's on YouTube. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go out and do that. Just watch some YouTube of the null and void. Yeah, but I say don't do the move. You'll hurt yourself. Oh no, no. There's yeah, no you way do, you yeah. can get up on the ropes for that one. Yeah, you gotta learn how to walk the ropes. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's my signature. That's kind of what I'm known for. That and like my uppercut. Mm-hmm. Where I punch people in the mouth, like chin, throat. That's kind of like what I'm known for. Yeah. The explosion of wrestling in terms of popularity. I mean, big shows all over the place. No yeah. matter, you know, all kinds of companies are out there competing. For sure. And obviously, WWE is the biggest one of them all. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Uh, is there, you know, what do you owe that to? You know, just from being in the business. When you see these shows, when you're wrestling, you see it on TV, you see it wherever, on YouTube and things like that. Why are people so into it? You just gotta feel it and be there. Just gotta be there and see for yourself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, like kind of what I like doing is since I started wrestling and my name's been getting bigger and I've been on bigger platforms wrestling. You know, I've been getting a lot more people into wrestling and never really cared for it. So you know, and I get them to see it and they actually, you know, they just feel it. You know, it's mm-hmm. all what you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because to me, it's, it's almost like it's part, you know, it's part theater. part you know athletics yes sir yeah and and then it's like I said before it's communal you know where it's like okay there's a community of people who are wrestling geeks oh (laughs) yeah everything who are you know they've got you know whether it's the dolls or posters and you know the shows and it's like hey that's what you do it for though you do it for them yeah yeah. Because without them, you know, you're not gonna have anything. Uh, what? Them. Yeah. And so, what kind of fans have you run across? I mean, you know, uh, you talk about wrestlers work on the edge. <laughs> Our fans kind yeah. of like it. Oh yeah, fan. team? yeah. There's some creepy fans out there, but you know, I have real, I have like real, like you know, like real ones too, like the ones I really appreciate. Um, I appreciate anybody that likes me, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a different type. I'm not for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, there's some creepy, there's some creepy people. Um, <laughs> creepy people for sure. I don't know if I'll speak on like in depth. The creepiest, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, there's definitely been some weird situations with people mm-hmm. saying certain things to me and asking certain things. So yeah, it definitely, it gets really weird sometimes. Yeah. And where have the shows taken you? I mean, are you more of a local kind of guy, regional or... National, international. Yeah, kind of. I never wrestled out of the country, but I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm definitely like getting national for sure. But you know, I want to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got what it takes to be all over the world. Yeah, yeah. You, know, but, you know, it's a it's a special breed of cat who can turn the wrestling arena into that really big thing. I guess yeah. like The Rock or. Roddy Piper, and of course, everybody knows who Ric Flair is. For sure. You know, anybody don't follow wrestling. And when I come through, man, I feel like a rock star. And that's kind of just like how I am, like a rock star. I'll let you know the rock stars have the most fun. Mm-hmm. And is that part of uh, a part of the job that, you know, 
you, you have to like it, I guess, in terms of you know, when you show up, you know, people are chanting your name and, you know, you can be either a white hat or a heel kind of guy. Yeah, you know, maybe it's on you. Yeah. Yeah. So which one are you these days? And it's, um, it's hard to say. So it's weird. Like, I'm more of a heel, but people still cheer for me. You know, and that, to me, that's almost like you know. I got the dark. I got a real dark aesthetic, very dark aesthetic, like very edgy aesthetic. It's not like appealing to everybody, like you know, somebody happy mm-hmm. and whatnot. But people, they cheer for me, even though I, I'll come out how I come out. <laughs> yeah, you're the sort of like the dark destroyer, but everybody yeah, it's like a demon. Like people like it. Like a, yeah, like a demon. Mm-hmm. Um, so people like it. You know, everybody likes a little bit of dark stuff, especially in wrestling. You know, that's what you got to give them. Somebody has to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, and when you talk about a uh, wrestler like uh, Kane or The Undertaker, mm-hmm. those dudes didn't talk, mm-hmm. and they were heels. But, well, I mean, but yeah, in the business, you kind of go back and forth. Yeah, people cheer for them like crazy, though. Absolutely, that's the point. You know, mm-hmm. that even though they are on paper, they're heels, it's like, that is so cool. Yeah. How can you not love this guy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly that's kind of like how I am, kind of like what I'm model. Obviously, you know, I got to be different. You know, I'm trying to do things different than them, but you know, those two guys right there, um, I look up to them mm-hmm. like major because I don't say much in real life. Um, it's probably the most I've talked in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, for me, <laughs> as, as a, I won't say I'm a wrestling aficionado. But I know good wrestling when I see it. I can follow those storylines and things like that. Sure. You know, but I'm sort of an old school kind of person because of my time on the planet and Definitely. everything. I'm still young, man. <laughs> but you know, when I, you know, to me, guys like Dwayne Johnson or The Undertaker, yeah, I'm like that is why wrestling is so much fun to yeah. follow along with or even if you want to go way way back now I'm not old enough to say I remember Gorgeous George or anything like yeah. that but if you're talking about Ric Flair or uh, Paul Jones yes sir or uh, well, well maybe my all time favorite Rufus R. Freight Train Jones who yeah. was from Monroe I believe it was something like somewhere that somewhere like that yeah there's a, lot of, there's a lot of legends from the Carolinas yeah a lot. is that something that you aspire to now oh, that yeah. you mentioned that to be yeah, a legend I, from the Carolinas yeah definitely I, you know I feel like I'm not I don't know like I'm, what I'm doing is pretty big man um, you know it's just gonna keep getting bigger so it's not up to me to tell to decide if I'm a legend or not but I definitely feel like I can be one. I want to be one for sure. You know, I want to be with them, with mm-hmm. those names. Yeah, and wrestling's biggest names, traditionally, I guess, have been white guys. Yeah, but I mean, I'm changing that. How do you change that? Just doing what I do, doing things different, and like I can't really talk about it on here. But you know, there's a lot of things I got planned that are kind of going to like transition. You know, you just got to try new things, things that nobody's ever done. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what I'm into. Is that something where maybe societally we've gotten to the point now where it's like, well, you know what? That door is open for anybody. It is, it is. Honestly, like, I've had guys come up to me. It shows, like, man, with Confederate stuff and want to shake my hand. You know, I'm a black guy with dreads and tattoos. And, you know, I got guys with no teeth, Confederate flags. They want to take pictures with me and shake my hand and talk to me and, you know, like me. So it's like, if I can get them, I can get, get anybody. 
What, is, like, you know, what do you think when you see that kind of person come up to you? It's like, okay, that is a good old boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really like, man, I don't, man, I just, I don't, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, you know, he got his beliefs, I got mine, but we here to enjoy wrestling. And that's what brings people together. Yeah, we here to enjoy wrestling. I don't, I don't care about anything else that he has going on, you know, as long as he's enjoying the show. I'm putting on a show. I just care. You know, we're here for wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he's just a person. They're just people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess that's the beauty of wrestling, just like with any other sport or entertainment. Yeah. You know, you've got people from diverse backgrounds. Oh, definitely. Maybe, you know, different political views or social views. But it's that one thing. Yeah, we're here to enjoy a show. Yeah. Yeah. The show is the thing. That's it. Yeah, they, just, they want to watch some wrestling. So, you know, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I don't care what the shirt they got on anything, you know. As long as you're there to watch me, we're good. Yeah. Is that, you know what I mean? That's it. That's really all the boys down to. <laughs> so, look at your crystal ball. Yeah. What do you want to be five years from now? Oh, man. I told... That's an interesting question. You know, I told Dustin, my my coach, like I told him at the end of training camp that within three to five years, I was going to be like one of the best big men wrestlers in the world. So, you know, that's, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. And you said big men. So uh, are there like tiers of wrestlers? Yeah, I mean, so you had different styles, you know what I mean? Like, obviously I could say like, oh yeah, like I want to be the best. I mean, I do want to be the best in the world. But, you know, guys, they got guys that do all this crazy stuff, but... You know, in my niche, you know, I want to be the best at what I know I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know if you look at a show, you have wrestlers of different sizes. Yeah. You've got the 400-pounder. Yeah. And, yeah. and obviously on the other end of the scale, you have women yeah. you know, who are very athletic, but exactly. decidedly smaller. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so unlike, I guess, boxing or MMA, it's not cut into different weight divisions mm. or anything like that. I could that. wrestle like a midget being as big as I am. I could go out, a promoter could, it wouldn't make sense, but I'm rap, like, you know, a promoter could put me against somebody that's like five foot and a hundred pounds. That's just what, it's dumb, but, you know. <laughs> but it can work. It, it can happen, yeah, it can happen. So, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, and, and I guess that's where the theatrical part comes into exactly. play. I mean, because, the, because the story is, okay, well, here's this 100-pound weakling against this really big brother. Yeah, action figure. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it is. That's what people look at me like. It's like a, an action figure. So I need to make I need to make some action figures. <laughs> well, good. well, I guess that could be part of the marketing going forward. Yeah, it will, it will yeah. be for sure. Get your like a get toy your truck null, action figures. Yeah, get your get your null action figure and let him walk the ropes and put a null and void on somebody. Yeah, that could maybe that could work maybe. <laughs> that might work out. <laughs> well, I do appreciate you coming on today and spending some time with me and understanding that you're the quiet reserve type except for when you step in the ring oh yeah definitely you gotta turn up I appreciate you I appreciate you for having me and letting me come and so your next match is when let's see um I got some stuff going on in Charleston September 18th and I got some stuff going on in Atlanta September 18th and I got some another match September 23rd and not really anything scheduled until December 10th. December 10th is going to be the 
the you know the big bang to the end of the year. So I'm trying. I, I want to pull out some um, some cool things for that match. Excellent, excellent. To end the year on a good note, mm-hmm. December tenth so, in Dorton Arena, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Dorton is sort of Election like year. what Grady Cole Center is to Charlotte in wrestling history. Exactly, it's a legendary place. So I'm honored to to be on that show. Man, this is good stuff. Uh, yes, sir. And I appreciate it. And for all of you who are listening uh, to Sports Charlotte, obviously we are on Queen City Podcast Network, as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as our website, thecharlottepost.com. And just check out our library of Sports Charlotte podcasts. And like I said, this is the first time we've had a wrestler on. <laughs> so you'll have to uh, you know, pay attention to some of the other offerings and the folks that we've talked to uh, in the recent past as well as way back when and go to our website thecharlottepost.com become a subscriber or a donor either way we appreciate you for listening and reading and watching everything that we put together because the content is the king but we need you to make it go and for everybody back at the office and for John Davidson no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. My name <laughs> is Herb White. Thanks for listening. Queen City Podcast Network.com.